Alright guys, we're back. We survived the snowstorm. Let's yeah. get into episode 34. Let's do it. <laughs> These intros are getting worse. <laughs> but I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. I want a showboat. But I gotta go, bro. Got a cooler in a cellar full of trillion beers. Yeah, I'm talking a boatload. Never in a million years. Would I ever drink a Michelob? Oh no. They might have brewed this beer from elephant feces. Hmm. What an elegant species. And you better get me, please. Another weird beer. Make it real clear. Noob said to have it. Smooth on the palate, but super hoppy. The ABV turned loose to choppy. The way we drink is a little bit reckless. Yes, but I never left Ben's when he cracking open the cold one from the vault, wall to wall. Don't spill at all. You're listening to the new podcast if you like to wait two hours for one growler you come two to the right hours, place we love it. and if you need someone to mule your beers mo's wife will do it with a baby in her stomach now that's commitment and that's the difference between ben mo and you so up your vocabulary and grab a beer because this is noobed correct noob this is noob this is noob this is Episode 34, Noobs Mo, long time, no talk. Yep, the famous Paul Pierce episode. Yeah, I mean, apparently we had a vanishing episode 33, which I thought was pretty good, but we'll repost it by the time uh, this is up, they'll be able to see that one. So as far as people are concerned, we've been MIA for like a month. Yeah, they probably think that we quit or died. Or died. Died is is the most reasonable explanation. So today uh, is... Uh, it's Monday. It is. It's Monday, Mo. But it is the day, day before snowpocalypse in March. You know what they say, Skyler. In like a in like a lion out like a lamb for March. <laughs> so this is the yep. big lion storm. Of course, we had to know this was coming because it is the day before our next radio broadcast. Yep. Which was inevitably getting canceled for one reason or another. Absolutely. Snow, 100%. no snow. Radio station, no radio station. Doesn't matter. There's no way we get back on the radio. I'm betting that right now. Wow. Under over one show, not going to happen. I got to take the over then. So uh, we're expecting about 12 <laughs> inches of snow um, by the end of tomorrow, yeah, I would we're, guess. We're screwed. We're going to get about about a six inch tonight if we're lucky. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I've said a lot, said a lot of Friday nights. Um, <laughs> So we have a good uh, kind of loose show again. We went with the agenda-free route last week. We're going to use a lot of... Not that um, anybody would know. Yeah, not that anybody would know. But we uh, they, they will be able to hear it yeah, uh, yeah. before. I'll post them both at the same time. Boom. But we're not going to blow through a lot of show material. Not mm. that we had any. Uh, right. Well, <laughs> we don't have any guests. Nope, uh, no guests. Not that we had any. But uh, So I'll just talk to you about some topics, some local releases. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are you drinking? We obviously have a quick Mo's Adventures. Yeah. Which you want to share with us? We yeah. have I have uh four topics here that I want to talk about. And then we'll end it as always with show for the week. Leave you with some thoughts going into our next radio show or next podcast coming up here. Uh maybe some tips for shoveling at the end of the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh so as far as local releases go, I don't have uh a full lineup again early in the week. We, yeah. We've talked about this before. And we're kind of hitting more on the highlights recently than 
I feel like we keep going back to the same old breweries. Um, but Treehouse put out Hurricane last week, Mo. I don't know if you saw this. Maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, I haven't tried that one. It is a double IPA of their Tornado, which I haven't seen since we went yeah. two years ago. Uh, but I have seen it on Instagram. Um, so that's an exciting beer. Sure. Uh, <laughs> if you can get your hands on it. Uh, Trillium, another big-time collaboration with Jay Wakefield. Uh, they put out what Tiramisu Stout, an Imperial yep. Stout. Yep. Mo, you got a chance to try that on tap? Yeah, I tried it on tap. Uh, I, I didn't get up there for the bottles. Okay. Um, I was at CVG on Thursday, so didn't get out there. Todd did. Yeah. So. Yeah, hopefully. he ended up. Todd co-host. Uh, shout yep. out to Ty. Hopefully we get one of those. That would yeah. be really cool. Yeah, the, the last one, Afogato, was great. <clears throat> uh, this one's very simply named with Tiramisu style. Yep. Um, I'm a big Tiramisu guy in real life. I don't know. I haven't had a ton of beers Tiramisu flavored. I've it kind of tastes like a tiramisu. Yeah, it they, does. I mean they does they do catch the flavor of uh, of the tiramisu pretty well. You know, you get a little bit of a uh, little bit of chocolate, like a kind of like a sweet vanilla type flavor. It, yeah. It's you know it's pretty about as close as a beer can be the tiramisu flavored. I would okay. say. Yeah, well, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, tiramisu great dessert to compare to alcohol. It has that amaretto mm-hmm. kind of flavor, coffee yep. liqueur flavor. Yep. Um, so that's. That's a great beer if you get a chance to try that. Trading very, very high value right now. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I would pay $150 for a bottle yeah. just in general. Okay. I mean, it's got to be like some really sweet liquid. Yeah. Um, but it, it's very good. Yeah. It's definitely not overhyped. It is as good as people are saying. It's just trading really high because people want to try it. The last one had such such a, a hype. And yeah. it was very well received. It was, yeah, it was, it was a great beer. Good. It was very good. Um, so everybody knew that this one was going to be good. It wasn't like the Fireplace Bananas where everybody was like, ugh. Yeah. Not sure how I feel <clears throat> about that. But, I mean, pastry stouts just in general are super hot. Yeah. And, definitely. you know, you, you're combining forces with Jay Wakefield. So, yeah. I mean, as far as Florida is concerned, I, I'm not sure that there's a better brewery. So <clears throat> Yeah. So if you didn't have it and you don't have uh, a lot of high fire, fire power to trade for it, uh, be on the lookout, Cellar Sundays. They might put something. Yeah, out here. they could, and they do still have it on tap. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you can always try it there. Eleven dollars for a ten ounce. So I mean, it's yeah, one of the pricey ones. But... Steep, but it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, this definitely is, worth it. This five is and a half one. for a five ounce. So, I mean, even if you wanted to go that route, so. Yeah. Uh, the last one that I have for local releases is uh, Dave's Coffee Stout uh from Graysale. They yeah. just put this out. This will be in distro. I believe they've had it on draft before. Uh, I'm going to try to get into photos here while we talk about this, but have you had a chance to I to saw try the picture. Beer? I saw the release. Um, I'm I'm interested. I mean, I definitely want to try it. Um, you know, they don't get a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of publicity about their their releases. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they don't really do any like crazy one-offs. Okay. But it's definitely cool for them to uh, just to see them brewing a different, you know, style of beer. I've never seen a stout from them. No, I've only seen the the smoke the smoky porter or smoke porter the the what was it called leaning chimney. Yeah, I mean yeah, that, that one was, was good, that one was pretty good. That was a good one on draft when I got it in a can later. I didn't really like it. I think it was really old, kind of warm too. Yeah. like the integrity was questioned, but um, they got to get into the sixteen ounce cans though. Yeah, that's a that's tough. <clears throat> I, mean, I I don't really get the convenience of it. Maybe they just mass bought a lot of twelve ounce. Yeah, cans I don't know. Or um, but. Uh, that's about it for local releases. As I was going through my phone looking for pictures, I was trying to get 
I thought I did a screen grab of the guests that are going to be at the Trillium 5th anniversary party, um, uh. which came out last week. Um, Jester King, Other Half, The Veil, I saw are all going to be tap takeovers. In addition to Trillium, they will have bottles from Jester King, Cantillion uh, as well. So it's going to be a great event. Uh, Mo, you and I both went into the lottery as well as co-guest host uh, Todd. And we None of us struck won. out. Yeah, very, very difficult to to get turned away from that one. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, another anniversary note across the country. Monkish just had their fifth anniversary mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that looked pretty cool. Rainy day for them. And, yeah, and well, SoCal, but, you know, bummer. I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> not a dry eye in the house, you sons of bitches. Uh, so that is that uh, the fifth anniversary party. We we hope we get some more information on it. We'll try it. We'll probably have more about it. I saw. I don't, I don't know if um, I saw an other half tap takeover yeah. on Friday before. Around the, here? Yeah, at well, Row Thirty Four at, uh, at Roslindale okay. at their uh, wow. their their substation or whatever. That might be worth checking out. Yeah, I, I saw that. I tagged it on Facebook, um, but it, yeah, it's Friday like. 4 to 10 or something like that. Yeah. So there's going to be a bunch of other half beers. Oh, cool. I can't find what you're, what you're referencing. I'll have coming up, actually. I, I, I haven't heard it. As far as so I know, I Todd it. was checking on him to see if he was coming for it, but I, he's been kind of MIA lately, I guess. Yeah, just very busy. Yeah, um, I'm sure. So sticking around the local brew scene, I mean, this is a New England beer podcast. but It is. But I wanted to talk to you about a topic that I saw in a forum recently, very, very interesting article that I didn't even know <laughs> Uh, until I read it recently, it's about two roads uh, in Connecticut. Okay. So I read about this sour series. I don't know if you saw this article at all. Um, I no, um, I don't know what you're uh, what you're referencing. You yet, so let's go. So, for it. So uh, the brewer at Two Roads was very interested in trying, you know, fermenting sours. Obviously, it, it's a big thing that the um, that all brewers are really getting into. Sure. He was very very paranoid about the infection of his regular beers. So he had a creative outside-of-the-box idea, and I might even say outside-of-the-brewery idea. <laughs> he decided to brew up the beer and then infect it, as if you will, yeah. inside of a tanker. Okay. An old dairy truck Okay. that he purchased. So this is how they made their beers. Uh, and he just recently purchased another tanker. Uh, so they're doing the Persian, the Persian lime goza. Yeah, delicious. In the tanker, and they put it on the can. Now there's a little tanker on the can, and also their uh, their plum goza. Okay. They're doing as well out of the truck. So I thought that was really really cool and creative. Um, and now that they're building that new test facility, I'm sure they'll have tanks. That makes that makes a lot work, of sense but, now. I saw the tanker series. Yeah, that's and it. I, I didn't I didn't put two and two together. That's kind of funny. Yeah, cool article on their blog. Check it out. Um, just kind of a cool way for them to do it. They decorated the truck. It's like oh, got cool. all all two roads logos. It all sticks over with it. their theme too. You know, yeah, like two roads and you know driving around and whatnot. So. Yeah, I forgot how big he said it was. I think it was like a fourteen year old dairy tanker that he purchased mm. off like a friend or something like that. But kind of an interesting way to do it. I don't really know a ton about brewing, but I do know that brewers are very paranoid about mixing. Yes. Mixing. Yeah, plants. definitely. You can't let that stuff get in your in your brewery, like yeah, and infecting all your other beer. So. And that's been kind of the uh, kind of the conspiracy theory that Treehouse has been doing that at the old Monson location. Maybe. And uh, that would make one. sense. Yeah, I mean it. It, it does make <laughs> sense. I don't know where Trillium. Do they do one? I have no clue. I don't either. I have no clue, actually. Not even, uh, not even a guess. No. So, I mean, I would guess they keep them separate, 
Yeah. So maybe like one in Boston, you know, they do the sours only in Boston or yeah. only in Canton. Canton, I would guess, is bigger, but again, I don't even really know. Yeah, I, I it's hard really to tell how that. big the actual brewery is in, in Fort Point. I've only been there twice. Yeah. And, like, you can't even really, you don't see it. Like, you kind of just go into the shop and yeah, I've never seen anything. So, um, I don't know. No kidding. Mo, uh, speaking of Ken, why don't you tell us a little bit about Mo's adventures here this past weekend? So, on Sunday, I just, ca- well, actually on Saturday, I casually suggested to Jess uh, that we should check out uh, Cellar Sunday. I've never been for a Cellar Sunday. I kind of wanted to see what it was all about. Yeah. She asked what they were offering. And, I mean, this was this was how I got got in so easily. They had uh, the super soak uh they yeah. had blueberry super soak okay um which we had actually just popped the last bottle of uh the sunday previous so it's some of her favorite trillium beer she loves the super sour um you know that super super in your face sour like trillium does so we went up there uh it was ryan my daughter ryan's first trip to the brewery there to a go. brewery so that was cool so we took some pictures and um a lot of people were stopping and commenting on how cute our baby was so i think that was kind of cool that's good you get the Um, reassurance yeah exactly exactly you didn't ask nope (laughs) um shitload of dogs there i will say like an absurd amount of dogs like more than i've ever seen and it was pretty hopping for a sunday it was there was a lot of people there the pour line was way longer than the can line really like it wrapped so like from the bar it wrapped over to where the packaging line you know usually goes till but it went like to the side doors where you usually go out for the food truck. No kidding. So it was a good fifteen minute line for, for pours. Um but we walked over, we got three of the super soaks. It was two per person of everything. Okay. So we got three of the super soaks, we got a PM Dawn. Yeah. And we got one of that faded farmer. Uh it was the yeah, red current. Faded farmer series. Yeah. Um so cool. we got we got one of those. And I wanted to get some cans, but we'd already spent like a hundred bucks, so we kinda just scrapped it at that and had yeah. a couple pours. So I had the tiramisu and then I tried um, I actually never had Pittsburgh Street, so oh, I tried okay. Pittsburgh Street. Uh, Jess had the Plum Goza, no, okay. the su- Plum Plum uh, Super Soak, and then she had the Nectarine Faded Farmer. What did she think of the Plum Super Soak? I, I thought it was really good. She loved it. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, that's not really my favorite flavor in the world, mm-hmm. but it still had that super like pungent like yeah lip puckering tartness, which was which is good, and that's kind of their been their signature thing. Um, I thought it was really good. The Faded Farmer, I don't know. Yeah. That was a little on the sweeter side. The peach um, one? Yeah. Okay. Whatever it was, peach, nectarine, I forget yeah, what it nectar- even was. They did put out a nectarine a couple weeks ago. So I think that's, that's what it was that they had on tap. Okay. Um, that had a lot of fruit, um, tart, but not super sour. Yeah. But it was it was good. I, yeah. I finished the glass for us since, you know, that's typically what I do, so. There you go. We had a lot of fun. We, uh, had some food. They had a, a sandwich place there, uh. I forget the name of it. We had some grilled cheeses, got mm. some fried cauliflower. It was, it was great. Nice. Nice little afternoon. Sweet Sounds little like Sunday. A great Sunday. Did you get, <laughs> get over to Home Depot? Yeah, no, we didn't have time. <laughs> uh, so that is it for most adventures. Yeah. Uh, across the country, I believe in <clears throat> Oregon or Wyoming, something like that, a brewer that has just got local distro to Massachusetts, ah. Melvin. Yeah, Wyoming, I believe. Wyoming, yeah. So sure. we, we talked about uh, Melvin quite a bit. It was one of our shelfers of the week. Yeah, it has been. They're in a bit of a... Uh, Wyoming, yeah. A little bit of hot water here recently. Uh, somebody made um, uh, miscue, 
on their website. Would I you would say? say I would say so. That's a fair statement. And we talked about this is the this is the power of of getting half of the story, Mo. We <laughs> talked about this today. Yep. And I thought I came in and saying, you know, it's no big deal about Melvin. They they apparently yeah. on their contact <clears throat> me page, on their website, they posted it as what touch touch us. Yes, which in and of itself I'm not offended by. Yeah, that was the caption of the article that I read. And I skimmed through it. I saw that it said touch us and I was immediately kind of ticked off and just clicked off of the page. I was like, yeah. this is absurd. Um, you went on to tell a, a slightly different version of the story. Yes, yeah, so which, what which I read, my opinion. What I read in the initial <clears throat> post, okay. and I, I saw exactly what you saw, was yeah. the touch us. Yeah. And that there was an uproar about it. I didn't really understand what you know. Why why is that offensive? Yeah, you know if uh, I don't find it, that in, as far as restaurant speak. If you know, as a manager, you're walking around and you go and talk to a table. They call that a table touch. Okay. So you went over and you touched the table. Yeah. The servers say it. The bartenders say it. Everybody says it. It's no big deal. Touching isn't necessarily a perverted no thing. No, it's not. Um, but. Their their touch us as you said was being used to contact us you know with email addresses and whatnot. They they extended that a little further. So when you click that link, the next thing that popped up was a uh, show us on the doll where we can touch you. Yeah, which which obviously is in reference to child molesters being yes, yeah you know, not not funny. Yeah, so no, kids no being funny. pointing to the doll showing where the where the bad man touched him. Yeah, type of thing. So. Uh, you know, not not a great idea. No, uh, you know, I have heard that obviously made made light. Uh, yeah, sure. Before, I mean, the top the topic itself is a very serious topic. Not not funny at all, and really, um, not something that a business should should ever go to. It's so, it's a joke in poor taste. Uh, Show us on the doll where Melvin Brewing touched you. Oh yeah, that that's not great. So yeah, not fantastic. That's not great. Uh, this, you know, it, it's people. Oh, people really lose uh, <laughs> lose uh, their touch. I, I get, I get. A touch might have been a bad pun there, but <laughs> I understand a brewery nice. wanting to show their personality. Yep. That's important. Absolutely, we've talked about this before. That drinking a beer and and drinking the experience is so much more than just the beer. Very true. I mean, there's only one way to stand out, and it's really your personality and your story. Yep. And you don't want to be so buttoned up all the time. I mean, not everybody does, but some people do. Yep. Uh, this is just, I mean, uh, it's a really risky joke. Yeah. Really, I, really risky. And I, it was up there for over a year, whatever. I was just going to say, I don't know how long this was up, and maybe yeah. people just, like, in, suddenly realized it. Yeah. I don't... I don't know how this stayed up that long. I... Maybe just because it's starting to get some pretty good distro. Maybe. I mean, I, I had barely heard of Melvin until six months ago. So No, I, I, I want to be clear. I don't... I'm not offended by that. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I don't think that's either, offen but... offensive. Yeah. I can see why people have a problem with it, because it's kind of making light a situation that is not. Yeah. You know, yeah, but they're that. not the first one to make this joke. No, I feel like I've seen that joke in movies before. It's been on Always Sunny. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, they mean, had a whole episode where they were joking about being molested as kids and they yeah. were trying to blame somebody for it and get them put in jail. Like, I mean, it's a common joke. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it just this day and age, it's, you need the proper setting in order to tell that joke. Yeah. And a I, comedy I show that. has that. Yeah. A text, comedian has text. that. 
text on a website does not have. You don't tone. have that. Does not have tone. Nope. You don't yeah, have the context. You can't dismiss you don't... it with with other absurdities. Yeah. So um, not a great move by Melvin, but a rare miss. I like the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I wish him luck. I hope this doesn't send him back too much, but. Uh, There's people like calling for boycotts and shit. I mean, no, I don't. People are stupid. People I don't know don't about that. People, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna boycott their beer. I mean, I don't drink it a whole lot, but I will if there's nothing else. Yeah. Or if like you know, I, I just walk by it and it, the mood strikes me, I'll pick up a four pack or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's one of my go-to shelfers. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a great shelfer. Yeah. I mean, if you don't see anything that's like blowing you away, then Melvin's probably one of the better ones you can get. Yeah, nice so, crisp. I mean, no real like. They don't really goof around. It's just like crisp beer that gets to the point. Yep. Which I kind of like. Fits their st- fits the style profile. So. Um, one, I, I have two more topics, Mo. Yeah, go for one it. One is probably more suited toward you, but I'll start with mine first. Yeah, go for it. Smutty Nose auction went through. I don't know yeah, if you saw this. I did. Eight point two five million. Okay. Sold to a bank, uh, front frontable, or something like that. Okay. So, yeah, I don't remember some, the some name of the bank. bank. I know it was a bank. But basically, the bank had the cash to buy it. They purchased the brewery, the restaurant, and all the land yep. that was with the brewery. And they plan to hold it and sell it to somebody who can, in turn, finance. Because at an auction, you need to pay cash. You need to have the cash. Yeah, they said you had to show... And I don't know how you like had to show. You had to show a certain amount of money in order to get like a a, yeah. a, a ticket. I'm using air quotes, but okay. basically, like you need to show that you had the uh, the swag to get in the building. Yeah, not just any Tom, Dick, and Harry can show up and be like, uh, yeah, seven and a half million. It, <laughs> it doesn't work like yeah. that. So, so what we thought was going to happen was a bigger brewery maybe yeah. does have that swag and would buy it to expand or or do something, but. That that's seems a lot of that's, that's, a lot of that, that, that's a lot of money. Don't don't get me wrong, and yeah. I think everybody will agree that eight million is a lot of money. It is, and you know it's going to take a, a a pretty big brewery or at least you know somebody with some solid backers in order to to do that. <clears throat> but if you think about it, the capacity, like what they can brew, yeah, they I mean they weren't even they were cutting like fifty percent because they just weren't. They weren't viable as yeah. a company, but they can produce something like I think it was seventy five thousand barrels a year. I saw that same number. And their annual sales could they, they estimated could be three million dollars. Yeah, it's I mean, a lot. It's a, a lot numbers. easier to get financing to buy a place where the bank has some collateral right. against you than for you to have eight point two five in the bank and yeah. just show up and buy it. That because that might have extended yourself too much. Then you leave yourself no room for anything else. But the problem with this that I see is you – that's a lot to take on. Yeah. Because you have the brewery and the restaurant, which is – it sounds like, oh, man, that's a good a good thing to have. But that's a whole other business to operate yeah. in and of itself. Yep. You know, you need a chef. You need wait staff. You need bartenders. You need – you know, you need all that stuff. And it's – it's gonna be hard, but yeah. I'm sure they'll find somebody. Yeah, somebody um, will it. I mean, the location. Uh, I mean, it's not ideal, I guess, but um, I, I'd be interested to see who comes to the table. I mean, we threw out some names before. Um, I, I'm really interested to see who takes that over. I hope it happens sooner rather than later. Yeah. Because you'd hate to see this stuff just sit and you know nothing happens. It's this is a turnkey brewery. This I, is. I do think it'll be a quick turnaround. I hope so. I think it's I really do. as I simple so. as financing is what I really do think. 
Uh, it is, and you know, maybe our friends are reckless. Or, or not. <laughs> Damn. They I would mean, need they a lot just, of crowdfunding. Yeah, yeah, they just moved into their own their own little space, I yeah. think. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of pictures and stuff from them. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Uh, so, last one, Mo, that you're going you're gonna to really have to carry me through. All right. You brought this up to me. Uh, the horror show that is Tampa Beer Week uh, going on. It's unfolding all around me. Apparently, I've been oblivious to this. Until yeah, like I guess so. Minutes ago, Mo. Uh, but why don't you tell me a little bit about Angry Chair Brewing? Never heard of Angry Chair. Sure. Um, I had honestly hadn't heard of them either. No. Um, but they are a brewery located in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Uh, apparently, they have a lot of clout down there. Um, similar to you know, like a Trillium style, like as far as us locally, yeah. that people show up for their releases. Really? They got like big long lines all the time. Um, that's probably because there's nothing to do in Tampa. Maybe that's the case. Yeah. Cigar City's in Tampa. That's another brewery yeah. in Tampa. Yeah. And, you know, had Angry Chair taken a page out of Cigar City's book, okay. maybe they wouldn't have had a problem. Because what Cigar City does with their releases is they take it to a new location. They'll take it to a bigger space where they can handle more people. And they, you know, they take it away from their brewery, which for the most part, I would guess, is in a community with... You know, residents, okay. uh, other local businesses, housing, things like that. See, this just shows you how lax the beer law is in, in Florida. I guess. <laughs> I mean, you can just, you know, buy a couple of guns, let's go to some some people's warehouse. and Yeah, I, I would guess that's what they did. That's because Florida, you know? I, but, all right, go on. Sorry so, to interrupt. No, it's, so apparently they're known for their big, uh, their big pastry stouts. Okay. They do like high ABV, um... You know, crazy pastry stouts. This one was a barrel-aged Imperial German chocolate cupcake. Okay. A little bit of a mouthful, I'm okay. sure, both to say and to drink. Um, I see what you did there. I yeah, see what you did. yeah, see? So, uh, they announced the Thursday noon release. And, we, I mean, we've seen this at other half before. Apparently, people just decided to camp out the night before. Yeah, smart move. can't stop them from doing it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they camped out and had a party on Wednesday night. Neighbors were not happy. The cops got called. You know, they had to uh, basically crowd control, which nobody was planning on, including the brewery, to be fair. I guess this was a little bit unexpected. They haven't had people camp out before. But what they didn't really factor in was that it's Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Beer Week. Yeah, that, which, that's, I feel like, a big miss there. Yeah. They also had the golf tournament this week. The Valspar was in Tampa. I, oh, I didn't even know that. Week. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, you had a shitload of people in your city. Yeah. And apparently you had a shitload of people in your city specifically for beer. Yeah. So your release came right in the middle of that. Um, a little bit of a powder keg. Yeah, so, so that was, you know, some things that they didn't factor in. Um, what they were really most upset about is um, the littering okay, and the effect on other businesses and other people in the area. They just felt like they had done a lot to build up a lot of respect in the community, and they felt like they dropped the ball here. And, you know, kudos to them. They apologized millions of times on social media. They were very, we're sorry, we messed up. You know, they took responsibility for their... For their guests that came out to their brewery and apparently, and I'm just quoting this article here, acted like assholes. Um, They took full responsibility for it and apologized. Um, They spoke with the city of Tampa, apologized for, you know, for all this, for all this nonsense. 
they said they will change how they do releases in the future. Um, but I did also hear that some of these dudes that were waiting in line uh, actually paid homeless dudes to sleep in line for them Jumping. and then came back in the morning. That's just solid. That's, that's people solid. helping people. That is. That's... That's creating a job. Yeah. You're now a business. Really? Like, you just made 20 bucks just to sell, or whatever it was. I mean, it doesn't say what they uh, what they paid these guys, but, I mean, shit, if you're going to sleep on the streets anyways, you might as well make some money. Yeah, I would say what you have here is a really, really, this is the perfect store. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, this is the just, average age of a resident of Tampa. I'm going to go on the low side here, 72 and a half. <laughs> Uh, there's nothing to do in Tampa. It's, it is a literal pit. You go over a bridge, there's nothing. You're well, you can go there. see a Rays game in the summer. Yeah, you could. You could. You could definitely go see a Rays game. If that's game. even in Tampa, I, I assume it, it is. is. It's in St. Pete, I think. Okay. Rays, uh, right? I think so. I think so, too. Well, maybe. Now that so, you say that, that sounds familiar. Um, so, you have three things going on. You have a old, basically an older residential area. Yeah. You have Tampa Beer Week, which is already probably little little horror show. Yep. With the older male, I would guess, uh, uh, demographic. Is sure, what I was say. That's the word I was looking for. You got it. And not to mention, this is around spring break time. Yep, and that. Yep. So you have spring break guys that are also there, probably caught wind of this and just went went ballistic so they definitely should have put two and two together here yeah i mean they didn't think of that you know they screwed up they apologized for it um also another thing that they kind of got in trouble for was the fact that the beer was being sold in the parking lot okay people that either didn't get it or didn't want to wait in line some news circulated that people were selling the beer out of the parking lot which in massachusetts would be illegal yeah but apparently florida it is maybe illegal too i don't know but, um, but that was going on eight times face value. I don't know what the face value was, but I would assume twenty bucks. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, that's a, probably a fair price. See, why is that the brewery's fault? I mean, yeah. what are what are they supposed to they do? They can't control secondary market prices. Beer, yeah, after you sell the beer, it's out of your hands. What do you want? If somebody's want willing to pay a thousand dollars for it, it is what it is. Yeah, it's I mean, only worth what someone's going to pay for it. I, I just don't get it. Well, but um, so that is it. That's all the topics I am. Well, you got anything else? No, I anything thought we did pretty I, good there. Keep it yeah. crisp. Keep it clean. Uh, yeah, not too bad. Uh, I did see a couple other things, but won't go into them here. Uh, again, we're thinking, we are planning that the radio show will probably not go on. No, uh, it's, this, not <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, so we'll take it down to show for the week, Mo. Um, haven't done a lot of shellfish shopping. I've been kind of loaded with beer mm. recently. Yeah. Uh, but I am going to take Good you problem to, to have. a Exhibit A. One Exhibit A with a nice Love it. guava gosa. Love it. Uh, called Late Motif. I think that's how you pronounce it. L-E-I-T. M-O-T-I-F. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Late Motif. Why not? I don't know. It's French. Late you know? Motif. I don't know. There you go. No clue. I like that. No idea. Oh, oh. They do a bunch of them apparently. Yeah. The one I had, uh, the one that we had was seven. Yeah. Opus 7. 16 ounce can, nice light pink color. Yep. It's very, very refreshing. It was. I, I like the pink guava. It's been pretty hot lately in a lot of beers. Sure. Uh, again, I had that hoof hotted pink guava oh, yeah, that's and vanilla right. yep. last night. Yep. So You'd mentioned I've that. kind of been seeing it around. Maybe it's a seasonal thing, but Maybe. pretty interesting flavor, something that you don't see too often. And it has a nice, bright, citrusy note uh, that, that's pretty good. And I thank you for sharing that. That was. 
straight out of your uh, your collection there. So. Yeah, I actually went to the store again the other day looking for anything from Exhibit A. Okay. Because I found a store. You know the store I'm talking about. Until they pay us to be a sponsor of the show. We won't mention them on the air. No. Um, but they do carry Exhibit A with some frequency. But they were all out of everything except for the Goody Two Shoes. Okay. Which, great beer. It is a good Not, beer. I wasn't really feeling a Kolsch. No. Um, I wanted uh, Cat's Meow or Late Motif or... They had another one. Uh, what was it, the one that we were talking about? 14. Was yeah, the one yeah, we 14. Were for, and they, they have that label still on the shelf, um, but I haven't seen it uh, okay. since I saw it and didn't buy it. Mm. So, Well, you got any shelfers or are you signing um, off? Oh, I mean, I'll, I'm drinking a shelfer, technically. I, I got some sip of sunshine. Dude, go. for fourteen ninety nine a fi- four-pack, there wasn't much other than that that I really wanted to drink. Um, I did get some high def from Castle Island, but I think I I've used I think I've used that as a shelfer before, yeah. and rightfully so because that's that's a good beer. That is so. A good just one. a reminder to anybody, you know, grab some grab some high def if you see it. Yeah, seen a lot of Guinness on the shelves uh, lately at, at some uh, of the big grocery stores because yeah. of uh, St. Patty's Day coming up. But yeah, I can't wait for that. Give not me a my Guinness. thing. Not my thing. I'm not a big Irish beer guy. Yeah, it hasn't you been know, my thing in a while. European I mean, beers. You go out, you have a pint of beer. Yeah, maybe I'll have a Guinness on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. If we even go out. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's Colin, Colin uh, well, this might be an off-air story. But uh, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Hey, thanks for joining us. And uh, hopefully we get on the radio. Hopefully we survive the snowstorm, Mo. Yeah, this that's maybe first the and last foremost. thing. People may dig this up from our dead carcasses. Hey, not a bad uh, way to go out. The snowstorm. No, not too bad. I'm fine with it. Um, Don't die with beer in your fridge. <laughs> that's it. That's it, baby. I'm <laughs> going to try to live that this weekend. Uh, so thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you uh, next week. will be episode 35. 35, yeah. All right. We'll All see right, you later, guys. guys. Thank you. Alright guys, welcome to episode 34 of Noobed. Almost dropped my pen. Start over.